All righty. Hey, welcome to Barbershop.talk podcast. That's right. This is the podcast where our topics are determined by the conversation in the barbershop on Saturday. That's right. If you talked about it in the barbershop on Saturday, we're going to talk about it today on our podcast. Well, hello. My name is Jay Rod, and I am your host. I am in Out the Way Studio here in Indianapolis, also known as Naptown. And I am joined with my host, KC. Thank you, Jay Rod. It is a pleasure to co-host Barbershop.talk podcast here in Out the Way Studios. I look forward to presenting topics we discuss in the shop, as well as the manner in which we discuss them. This would include the gamut from analytical to anecdotal, from critique to humor and fun, all in an attempt to present to the audience the real flavor of Barbershop Talk. All righty, well, let's just go ahead and get started with this podcast. And as usual, we're going to talk about some of the topics that came up in the barbershop. For sure, for sure. You know, the, the first topic, uh, Casey, I have to admit, I can relate to it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you, it was about people. Now, it happens at my home during Thanksgiving. Because sometimes when my father prayer, you know how you pray over the food? Yeah. He goes way too long. Oh, no. Way too long. Especially Thanksgiving, all that food. That's right. It's getting mm. cold. It's getting cold. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so we, we just talk about normally that happens in the uh, the black family where somebody get a chance to pray mm-hmm. and somehow they either think they're in heaven <laughs> or in church. Yeah. Right? So now we do have this, this video of this guy that said that uh, this was at his home. Mm-hmm. And they do something. They do something very similar on Thanksgiving, and he said he was going to record it. This was last year. Yeah. And so I'm going to play this clip. All right, this guy doing his prayer. All right, y'all, the food ready. We can eat. Cool. Oh, is it all right if I say the prayer? Yeah, that's cool, bro. Father God, Lord Jesus, Uh-oh. <laughs> the Creator of heaven and the earth. Uh-oh. We come before you right now. Somebody calls you a burden bear. Somebody calls you a heavy load tear. Somebody calls you a wheel in the middle of a wheel. But I like to call you the creator of all things right now. For you put a leaf on a limb, and a limb on a branch, and a branch on a tree, and a tree on some roots, and the roots in the dirt. And the dirt in a hole, and the hole in the ground, and the green grass grew all around and around. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the first thing I want to say is somebody called God out his name. <laughs> really, the billion, whatever that was. <laughs> I think some people get so pumped. When they get to pray. <laughs> yeah. You knew you was in trouble when he had some accompaniment, uh, musical accompaniment oh. in that prayer. <laughs> See, I would have just sat down. Because <laughs> it's going to be a minute. Yeah, you know when the prayers start going long, when people start peeking up, we're like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. I will say this. Brother had a, a, a certain flair to it, right? Yeah, it was a flair. So if I wasn't starving... 
I probably could go along with that for a minute too. <laughs> the only thing I want to do is eat. I just want to get. <sighs> All right, now this other guy. Now it, it, you, we got some young brothers. Young mm-hmm. brothers coming in the shop, right? And this one one guy is a uh, a DJ, mm-hmm. and he likes to mix traditional country music. Yeah, we, uh, yeah, we talking about the yeehaw country music. Oh, okay, <laughs> but he he likes to mix it with uh hip hop, uh R and B, and and he's pretty good at it. He's yeah, good. yeah, he sells CDs in the shop all the time. Okay, so I got it. I got to let you hear this cut. Okay, he put this country song on top of a hip hop. Okay, and uh, it's not bad. It's not bad. I'm gonna listen. I'm gonna listen. Okay, all right. I've got another hip hop country crossover track. This time it's Warren G. Regulate and Morgan Wallen chasing you. I think they go really well together. I think it's a hit. Let me know what you think. I got a call full of girls and it's going real sway. The next stop is the East Side Motel. We used to chase that tad and look Couple of kids in a Chevrolet. Catch a little air when we cross the tracks. Slipping off some from a paper sack. Hang your shirt on a maple lamp. Slipping through the moon to the river bend. Wasn't very long I was jumping in. Jumping in. I guess I'm still doing now what I was doing then. Chasing you like a shot of whiskey. Burning, going down. Burning, going down. That's not bad. Let me say this, J-Rod. Okay. That country dude don't know it, but he's a rap star. <laughs> Man. Yeah, I had to admit. He was, I'm ready to buy that stuff right now. It, it, it was tight. I got to tell you, it was tight. I like it a whole lot. We're going to have to hook this DJ up with King Cap. Because you know, uh, if he can pull off some stuff like that, man, he get with some talent like King Cap, it's going to be off the chain. You know, so that's not a bad idea. Yeah. That is not a bad idea. All right, King Cap, you might have some company. Uh, here are seven songs. I almost you may want to go ahead and play that. Jones or- hey, well, hold on. What's going on here? Okay. All right. But anyway, uh, we might have to send that to King Cap and see what he has to say about all oh, that. Oh, man. I like that. Put yeah, that, that on. Put that on. Uh, I don't want to say vinyl. What is plastic? <laughs> that we uh, just download it. How's that? Yeah. <laughs> man. Yeah, hey, I'm going to switch gears on you, Casey. All right. I'm going to switch gears. I cannot believe when these guys brought this up in the barbershop. I was like, get out of here. I don't believe you. But apparently, there was a guy who was running for a city a city councilman seat. Mm-hmm. But he's in jail. All right. And he's on the ballot. Mm. Have you heard of that? I, I did hear, actually. I do what? know a little something about it. But if you got something to play, let's play, then we talk. Well, okay, because I didn't believe it, so I, I looked it up. This one I looked up, and I'm saying, like, this cannot be. In, Indiana is not that, I hate to use the word dumb, but let's find out. The chair of the Boone County Republican Party tells IT Mate that a man accused of killing his wife can keep running for township trustee. Andrew Wilhoyt is in the Boone County Jail. He was one of the top three vote-getters in this week's primary election, putting him on the ballot for the general election in November. He can legally stay on the ballot unless he's convicted. And, you know, the other thing that we need to make sure that is clear, we are not, I mean, he cannot be removed at this point in time unless he chooses to do it voluntarily. He has not been convicted of a felony. And until that happens, he, you know, he can stay in that position. 
Will Hoyt filed for office in late January. Two months later, he was arrested for the murder of his wife, Elizabeth. Wish TV has asked to talk to Will Hoyt at the Boone County Jail. So far, we've gotten no response. All right, let me show I got this right. <laughs> <laughs> a guy who's on a ballot for a city councilman. And we want to buy your home. Oh, Just go to offerpad.com, enter basic information, and we'll send you a competitive offer. It's that right. easy. I hate, I, I, I'm sorry, I didn't tell you. There was a guy who wanted to play this commercial, mm-hmm. and I figured I'd just throw him in here since to pay our bills. Okay, we need the money. All right, so do you, you mind if I just finish this commercial? Well, okay, go ahead. Yeah, why not? It's in the middle of it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> we'll even move you locally for free. We've helped thousands of happy home sellers, and we'd love to help you. OfferPad, request your free offer today. All right, that was it. That That was it. Okay, so let's get back to this dude running for office from jail. Right yeah, that's right, that's right, that's right. He was running for office and that's uh, in, he jail. in jail since March. Yeah, <laughs> since March. And our primary is in May. Oh, my and they God. left him on the ballot. They left him on the ballot. Well, it's crazy, but I'm sure he wasn't successful. Yeah, yeah, I mean, really, I, I probably agree. They probably just somehow just threw him off the ballot somewhere, but let's find out. Just when you think it can't get any more bizarre with the GOP. Um, so Andrew Wilhoyt, do you know who he is? Probably not. He is a 39, 39-year-old guy running for state council person in uh, Indiana. And he was running with two other Republicans. So three Republicans were running for this seat. Um, Andrew Wilhoyt happens to be in jail for killing his wife with a flower pot. And then dumping her body over a bridge. So anyway, he won. What? He won. There were two others, others running, but the guy who killed his wife won from jail. So GOP, wow, you guys, you're just the gift that keeps on giving. (laughs) Oh, wow. J-Ron? Yeah. That's, That's a bad precedent. Oh my goodness. You thought Republicans was going after women with their uh, uh, abortion rights. You wait till this fall. It's going to be women dropping left and right, guys trying to get elected. So, <laughs> so not only that they can take your rights uh, in regards to what you do for your body, it's okay to kill you too. <laughs> not that it's okay, it helps. Oh, yeah, he would. You know what I call this? What do you call it? I call this the Trump effect. Oh, he said I can walk down the middle of the street and shoot somebody and be praised for it. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently in Indiana, in Boone County, you can. That's right. That is a, that's remarkable. The guy won. He killed his wife sitting in jail, and he won. he can't even get out and campaign. The other two dudes out there spending money, putting in the work. And they lose. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that little news clip was his campaign yeah. ad, <laughs> campaign commercial. Wow. That is shameful. I actually met a guy that uh, voted for him. And what? I said, man, why in the hell would you vote for that guy? He's a no-sense guy that just takes care of business right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wow. That is amazing. Nowhere, nowhere else in the world but in the state of Indiana. All right, Casey. Sad commentary. I'm going to go ahead and move to our uh, our break. How's that? Uh, I don't know, J. Rod. 
there was a we had a uh advertiser that paid me some money for their ad and uh and i kind of already cashed the check oh okay and so we need to play this ad or else you gonna have to pay this man back because i just <laughs> well, spent my ass <laughs> well we're not going to pay anybody back <laughs> Now that that is evident that we're not going we're not going to pay anybody back. In fact, that one commercial we played earlier, uh-huh. only played half his clip, right? <laughs> yeah. And I'm not giving back half the money. Hey, sometimes you got to roll the dice with us. That's right. That's right. <laughs> now, but this ad is an unusual ad. It's it's a different product. Right? Yeah. Um, I know the guy's selling something. Yeah, he's uh, selling something. yeah. But let's see. Let's play. Let's play it. All right. All right. It's like an offer up kind of an ad. Oh, I, I love OfferUp. I bought a lot of stuff off of OfferUp. Maybe I have some interest in this one. I don't know. Okay. But let's find out. I currently have for sale one wife, slightly used, 1968 model. It needs a muffler as it's very loud and its intake valve is stuck in an open position. It's going to need rewiring because many of the wires are currently crossed. Got lots of little dings in the body which have been covered up with too much paint and a failed effort to camouflage them. <laughs> Rear end needs a major overhaul as there is a crack that has grown quite large over the years. Needs reupholstering as its carpets have turned a dingy gray. Needs a little bit of front end work as the headlights are too close to the ground and the fenders are way too far apart. It may not pass an emissions test as it currently produces foul clouds of malodorous gas on a regular basis. The heater works great and hot air is never in short supply. Asking $500 cash or trade on a newer model. I currently have for sale one. Did he say? Uh, Whoa. Did he say he currently has for sale a wife? His wife? $500. That is terrible. You know, J-Rod, though, that that inspires me. What? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So this ain't offer up. This is, uh, I'm looking for something. It's a vintage 1972 model. The most beautiful model you've ever seen in your life. And I'd pay any price to get that model back. Oh my God. Uh, well, let's hope that models listen to this podcast. <laughs> Maybe he'll come back. <laughs> Did you say it was 1972 model? 1972. 1972. Vintage. Oh, vintage. Okay. Most beautiful model you ever see. <laughs> you sound awfully thirsty, but okay. <laughs> but all right, okay. Fair enough, fair enough. All right, let me do this. Let me do this. Now I think I need to go to my bird. <laughs> Vintage. Okay, all right, here we go. Hey. It's a party out in all right, now this is the part of a podcast where we just pause to recognize our sponsor. Our first sponsor is King Cap, who's the owner of Out The Way Studio, who allow us to do a podcast every week in his studio. He has several organizations under his umbrella. However, the one he's most proud of is his custom-made apparels and t-shirts. That's right. He can make custom t-shirts, hoodies, hats, pants, sneakers. You name it, he can do it. If you have any interest, please email him at kingcap, K-I-N-G-C-A-P, 317 at gmail.com. And we got to give a shout out to our second sponsor, and that is 421 Barbershop in indianapolis on michigan road where good things happen to your hair so if you want something good to happen to your hair come on in and talk to one of our master barbers at 421 barbershop on michigan road oh i must say it is a family friendly barbershop 
So come one, come all. Ooh, I just love that cut. Oh, I do too, I really man. Do. I really do. I know y'all can't see me, but I, I'm always bouncing in my chair when I hear it. Yeah, in fact, uh, we had to purchase two chairs because he bounced too much and he broke them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That might be a little too much information, J-Rod. Okay. But, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, fair enough. Fair enough. Well, you know, I, I do got to switch gears, but I got to do, I got to talk about a topic, right? And we mm-hmm. always like to, we always like to ask our listeners to vote, 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 vote. And we're going to ask yes. you to do that in November. But there's something going on in uh, um, um, Georgia. In fact, it's a big deal going on right now because I'm seeing here is that it's uh, Mike Pence mm-hmm. is really uh, going against his former boss, Trump. Right. That's right. Because Kemp back uh, actually is Governor Pence. No, no, I'm no. sorry. Let me back up, back up. Let me back up. I meant to say Kemp is the governor of Georgia. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm trying to say. I got it all mixed up with Pence used to be the yeah. governor of Indiana, then he's yeah. vice president. But scratch all that. Uh, Vice President Pence is backing Kemp, who is the current governor uh, in Georgia. But listen to this. Mm-hmm. Trump is backing his opponent, Purdue. Mm-hmm. So to me, that's really big news because it kind of shows it shows to me that the Republican Party may be at the verge of finally splitting. Yes, it, it, it certainly could be uh, the first real crack in that arm. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're calling this a proxy war mm-hmm. that even though, you know, you're talking about a state's governorship is that state. Uh, they're looking at this as something much bigger as can Mike Pence actually be a true challenger uh, to Trump? And can the GOP traditionalists take back their party from Trump? Yeah, you know, because I think uh, Pence has been setting, setting this up for a while if you listen to his interview. And they're not going to say it in so many words, but they're going to try to play it like good versus evil. Mm-hmm. And Pence is supposed to be the good, the one that's supposed to be straight, the ones who don't break the law, the ones who have principle, and the ones that save the country mm-hmm. because he did not let January 6th impact the vote right. against the evil monster, <laughs> monster, <laughs> monster, whatever you call him, Trump. Yeah. And so... Um, now Trump came out real hard against Kemp. Mm-hmm. He, he called him a um, he criticized him quite a bit. He said he was um, uh, a loser, a coward, a disaster, all because he refused to overturn uh, the twenty twenty election. Mm-hmm. And so Trump is criticizing him. And in fact, from my understanding, he called Purdue, which was the former governor. No, he's a he's a former senator that was appointed. Right. Um, um, he was appointed into that office, and Trump endorsed him, and then he lost in his uh, re-election bid for Senate. He lost to, okay. um, uh, let's see, there were two people, there was, um, there was two Democrats that won the two Senate seats in Georgia, and both elections were held, you know, simultaneously. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And okay. he lost one of those. Okay, you're absolutely correct, and I, I was a misspoken. But you are absolutely correct. Mm-hmm. All right. So anyway, uh, um, Trump was calling him, saying, "Hey, I want you to run. I want you to run." Yeah. And he did. And here it is on the same day, where Trump is endorsing one candidate, 
and Pence is endorsing another. And I believe that election is today. So mm-hmm. we'll know the results uh, by tonight, probably by tomorrow, certainly. Yeah. And if the uh, Kemp was to retain his governorship, at least not uh, at least to win the primary, the primary, uh, then that's a, a big shot in the arm for Mike Pence and a damaging blow to Donald Trump. Yeah, you know. If you look at the polls, I think he had around 60%, mm-hmm. and I think that Purdue had around 40%. And so it's almost a shoe, shoe in for me. But you never know with Trump and his crooked butt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Probably uh, could fix something. But it looks like if you if you look at the polls uh, early, uh, it looks like Kemp had a pretty comfortable margin there. Right. And it was a calculated move by Pence. He never came out for uh, uh Kemp until he saw that Kemp maintained this lead even during all those Donald Trump attacks. And mm-hmm. that's when he endorsed him. He didn't come out right away and endorse Kemp. Right. He waited to see that he maintained this solid lead even under those uh, severe attacks from Donald Trump. You know what surprised me about the, uh, the governor, Kemp, is that he never attacked back. Never, ever, ever. If you look at his commercials, you look at his ads, you look mm-hmm. at the people interviewing him, try to prod him to right. fight back, he never did. Which, you know, is a smart strategy by him under the circumstances because you don't want to alienate the very audience that he needs. I, I, I get that. I get that. Um, but it, it says a lot about his character. Oh, he has none. Well, I guess he got a sliver since he wouldn't find 11,780 votes, which was one more than we need. (laughs) You are absolutely right. But but from my perspective, it does say something about the individual. Not necessarily that I would vote for him, not necessarily that I would endorse him. But for those two things alone, one, he did not cave. Mm-hmm. Uh, to try to overturn the election, he's done. He he stood his ground. Right. And then two is that he has not lowered his standards to mm-hmm. the Trump standard. Yes. Um, so uh, so that that tells me a lot about his character. Uh, unfortunately, that does not swing my vote. If oh I was, no. If I was there, his standards are still pretty low. They're just <laughs> not to the depths of Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Casey's not giving the man a break. All right. With Jay Rod said, kudos to him on those two topics alone. But let's see what they have to say in, in the, the local news uh, about the Georgia primary elections. On this ballot, the Republican primary for governor, which pits two former allies against each other. Governor Brian Kemp, backed by former Vice President Mike Pence and former Senator David Perdue, backed by former President Donald Trump. Brand new polling out tonight shows Kemp in a comfortable lead going into election day. CBS 46's Patrick Quinn is live for us in Cobb County tonight, where the former vice president was rallying with Governor Brian Kemp earlier. Patrick. And we just moved back to Fulton County, but two of the country's top conservative leaders wholly invested in tomorrow's primaries, Donald Trump and Mike Pence. They are telling us that this race, though, is bigger than just Georgia for the candidates, Purdue and Kemp. They're turning to their big guns the day before the election day to garner support. Let's give a big Georgia welcome to former Vice President, my friend, Mike Pence. 
In Cobb County, Mike Pence standing by Governor Brian Kemp's side in a heated Republican primary <laughs> against former Senator David Perdue, endorsed by former President Donald Trump, who chimed in via a tele-rally. Brian Kemp is truly a embarrassment to the Republican Party because of what's taken place wow. in your great state, Georgia. And David will make a massive upgrade as your governor. Polls currently show Kemp with a sizable lead over Purdue as the Republican candidate for governor. But in Atlanta, this is a national race for the direction of our country. If elected, David Purdue said he'd first strengthen election security. He questioned the legitimacy of these recent polls and stressed they don't account for the Trump effect. It's hard to pick up two dynamics going on in this race. One is the voter fraud issue and one is the Donald Trump influence. This race will test how sturdy is the Trump stamp of approval. We took that question to Kemp supporters. We've seen when Trump enters races that it can change things. Of course, you know, he's he has a lot of He's a he's a big presence out there, but you know that's okay. You know what? The best man's gonna win. That best man's Kemp. Ralph, good to see you, man. For Brian Kemp, he urged voters to look at his response to COVID and job creation on a night where he nor Pence mentioned Purdue. Instead, all attention on Stacey Abrams. Tomorrow's primary election comes down to this: Who is best positioned to defeat Stacey Abrams and the National Democrats that will descend on Georgia? in this fall's election. Well, you know the answer. And for Pence, that answer was Brian Kemp. But to be fair, David Perdue said he would be the best conservative pick to beat Stacey Abrams. Polls open tomorrow morning at seven o'clock. Live outside the Capitol tonight, Patrick Quinn, CBS 46 News. Patrick, thank you. Oh my God. Wow. This could be the Hatfield and McCoy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's, there's several takeaways from that, J-Rod. Okay. But here's the first one. Mike Pence's voice still irritates the hell out of him. <laughs> hey, that's that's an Indiana boy. I just want to Will Smith his ass. You must see this. That, that is a, uh, a fact is all the Indiana poll has just been leaked that can do. You know, all these ads yeah. are trying to jump in our in, you know hey, they I, didn't pay. They cannot play in. They did not pay. They did not pay? No. Oh, I'm sorry. Then I shouldn't have hit that button. It's all right. <laughs> I'm getting money hungry again. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I'm going to close that close that person down. Um, but anyway, so Mike Pence irritate the hell out of me is the uh, is, is the first takeaway. But the second takeaway is this: if you heard Purdue, he was alluding to you know, you know, the Trump effect and votes don't count, just that and other. Mm-hmm. He figured there's still a way we can steal this election. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, you know, I, I do think that uh, it's going to be a battle. It's mm-hmm. not only going to be the battle between the Democrats and Republicans, it's going to be a, a battle between the Republicans and the Republicans. Well, but that, I think there's a group of Republicans that would like to get their party back. Yeah. From the, the traditional GOP Conservative. uh, conservatives. Yeah, they want to take they want to wrestle control back away from from Trump. Also, they want to wrestle the money away because mm-hmm. what a lot of people don't realize is uh, Donald Trump has been receiving two thirds to seventy five percent of all uh, Republican donations over the last six months. Mm-hmm. And you know the GOP that is mercy; <laughs> he's got <laughs> two thirds to three quarters of the money. Yeah. Yeah, well, follow the money, J. Ryan. It's always follow the money. <laughs> always follow the money. Now it is uh, was but saying that there's a, a war or a battle in the GOP party. Mm-hmm. 
this is the time where the Demo Democrats should stand tall. This is the time where uh, it's an opportunity for them to show strength and good leadership. And if they fail this opportunity, it's oh, going to hurt for a gonna, long time. Yeah, it's going to be absolutely catastrophic for them. Now, I do know that they plan on having these public January 6th committees in June. Mm -hmm. And they're going to have to hit grand slams. It ain't good enough to hit home runs. They got to hit grand slams with this. And also, it's also time for uh, the hearings for Trump with the uh, the voter steal effort in Georgia well, the, and the stuff he got going on in New York with his taxes and all of that. Mm -hmm. It's time for all of that to come to come to fruition now within the next month or two. Yeah, I, I agree with you. It seems like to me that it's been a very slow process. Mm -hmm. Um and it's time because I think a lot of stuff is going to come out, not only with the Georgia and the New York, but also with the January 6th committee. Uh, I think some real stuff is going to come out. And I think it's important stuff for um, the United States citizens to hear. All right. With that being said, I'm just going to go ahead and close out. You know, no callers. I would like to go on and on and on about that, but we had limited time. And so I am going to say thank you for listening and turn it over to KC. Thank you, J-Rod. I want to thank you for listening to our podcast, Barbershop.talk podcast, available on your favorite podcast platform. Please tell your family, friends, and enemies about our podcast, Barbershop.talk. Let's have peace in the streets. Be safe, be wise, and be loved. And we say, go mob. Money count on.